Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Shortly after four o'clock this morning, I spoke to President Zelensky of Ukraine to offer the continued support of the UK. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Over 400 children have been injured and 153 children died. The idea that concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose. Breaking news in the World Health Organization has just released a report estimating that 15 million deaths occurred globally due to the pandemic, around triple the current estimates. Vive la République! Et vive la France! This is now a global North Greenwash Festival, a two-week-long celebration of business as usual and blah, blah, blah. Hi everyone and welcome back to the new series of Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Yesterday, the Select Committee's hearing showed all Americans that President Trump's claims of a stolen 2020 election were to use former Attorney General Barr's words, complete nonsense. We heard this from Donald Trump's own campaign experts, his own campaign lawyers, his own campaign manager, his Attorney General, and others Donald Trump appointed to leadership positions in the U.S. Department of Justice. President Trump's advisors knew what he was saying was false, and they told him so directly and repeatedly. The testimony from our first two hearings is available on the Select Committee's website so all Americans can easily view it. A report this week from the January 6th committee investigating the US Capitol riot has exposed that US government lawyers threatened to quit the Justice Department en masse when outgoing President Donald Trump hounded them almost daily to help overturn his 2020 election defeat. At the hearing, Justice Department officials said that they told Trump that there was zero evidence for his claims of mass voter fraud. The attorneys also testified that the president's plan to reverse his loss in key states was a, quote, murder-suicide pact. The panel has declared that it is investigating last year's U.S. Capitol riot as an attempted coup. The House of Representatives Select Committee is seeking to build a case that Trump's effort to stay in power in the lead-up to the violent raid by a horde of his supporters on Congress on January 6, 2021, amounted to illegal conduct. And... Was Representative Gates requesting a pardon? Believe so. The the general tone was, we may get prosecuted because we were defensive of you know the president's positions on these things. The pardon that he was discussing, requesting, was 
as broad as you could describe from beginning of, I remember he's from the beginning of time up until today. Donald Trump, who held the presidential office as a Republican, has described the inquiry as a quote kangaroo court designed to distract Americans from the disaster of Democratic-led governance and spiraling inflation ahead of November's midterm elections. With President Joe Biden's popularity at an all-time low, Trump has been indicating he may run for president again in 2024. Democratic supporters are calling on their leaders to ban Trump from being able to run again. Thursday's public hearing, the fifth so far, focused on a pressure campaign waged by Trump against the Department of Justice, the federal agency that enforces US law and is supposed to be independent from the White House. And next... This is a very defining moment and a very good day for Europe today. Um, I warmly congratulate President Zelensky, President Sandu, President Zurabishvili. All three countries are part of our European family. We've never let any doubt about that. And today's historic decision by leaders confirms that. It grants all three the perspective of EU accession and it lays down the path ahead. After Ukraine was given candidacy status by the EU last week, this week Moldova has also had their candidacy status announced by the President of the European Council, Charles Michael. Charles Michael said, quote, Today marks a crucial step on your path towards the EU, describing the European Council's decision as a historic moment. Ukraine applied days after the Russian invasion in February, and the process moved at a record speed. Its President Vladimir Zelensky hailed the decision. Zelensky tweeted, It's a unique and historical moment in Ukraine-EU relations, adding Ukraine's future is within the EU. The mayor of the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, former boxer Vitaly Klitschko, paid an emotional tribute to his fellow citizens resisting the invasion. We paid a very high price for this chance, he wrote on Telegram. Yes, we still have a lot to do on the way to the European family, but I am sure that Ukraine will do everything necessary, fulfil all the conditions and pass the necessary laws, because otherwise our state has no future. Indeed, our best defenders are dying for it. Uh, the Commission's uh, recent recommendations to the European Council to grant Ukraine and Moldavia EU membership status was very encouraging news. We must make it clear that Ukraine belongs firmly within our European family. Our future lies together, side by side, in peace. Candidate status is the first official step towards EU membership, but it can take many years to join and there's no guarantee of success. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. Every day, we read or hear news reports of anger, distrust and division. America is deeply polarised. On Let's Find Common Ground, listen to the opposite. Remarkable, innovative people who are working to bridge differences and reach an understanding with those who see the world differently than they do. You'll hear from politicians, scholars, activists, journalists and everyday people. They share their personal stories about finding common ground on race, the environment, criminal justice reform and many other controversial topics. New podcast episodes are released every two weeks. Join host Richard Davies and Ashley Milne-Tite for Let's Find Common Ground. 
Find every episode on commongroundcommittee.org slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's commongroundcommittee.org slash podcasts. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Survivors of Afghanistan's deadliest earthquake in two decades say they have nothing to eat, no shelter, and fear a possible cholera outbreak. Currently, it's a three-hour drive to the nearest big city, on mostly dirt roads, the remote location making it more difficult to transport the injured. Some had to be flown to hospital in the Taliban's military helicopters. More than 1,000 people have been killed after a powerful 6.1 magnitude earthquake struck a town in Afghanistan on Wednesday. It was the deadliest quake in the country since 2002. The Taliban supreme leader has appealed for international aid, but what help is on its way remains ambiguous. It is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, you, you, could it ever get any worse or for, for Afghans, which misery upon misery for the people of a country who are already living on the edge. In Host province, in Paktika, there are already thousands of displaced people who've been pushed and pushed from homes time and again by what seem to be Afghanistan's endless chapters of war. Almost every house in the village, generally constructed from mud and stone, appears to be badly damaged. Almost every family seems to be grieving a lost relative. The area around Agajan's village in Barmal district, Pakita province, is one of the worst affected by the earthquake, in which around 1,000 people are believed to have been killed and 3,000 more injured. So you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. 
Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 